Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts today with yeah. Kim Conway. Kim has a special guest, gift and uh, she's going to share that with us. She is a discover your soul coach and medium. That means that she's got some great intuitive skills that she is going to help us unlock some trapped emotions, maybe some fears, maybe some anxieties, maybe come to some real new exciting realizations of aspirations of where we want to go what we want to do what our life purpose is all of that so she's a heavy hitter and i'm so glad to have her here oh when i first found her she was in massachusetts and now here she done moved to new hampshire so we're going to ask her what that move has been like as well and what the weather's like in that part of the country let's welcome her to the show how are you kim i'm i'm super great april thank you for having me and yeah great brains super that's on steroids (laughs) (laughs) yeah um it's you know what it's nice out today any day that it's like above 30 once we get to this time of year I'm totally happy with and there's no ice on the ground so I'll take it it's fine a friend of mine wants me to come and visit her in Ohio but I told her I don't know how to drive on that ice and it Mm. gets cold there and it gets slick I have no idea I said no I have to come in the spring (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, tell yeah. us how you showed up in this space at this time. Uh, and what is your purpose and your meaning? How did you find your intuitive gift? Well, first of all, I don't even consider intuitive abilities a gift. I think of them as actually natural abilities that are, are innate to all of us. And we just have a different life path. Some of us are really meant to start using them more and more and more. And others, you know, just use their intuition and others really just ignore their intuition, right? Or don't trust it. But to me, this is not something that I think of as a gift because it's just the expression of the soul, like how my soul has chosen to express itself. Um just like every one of us has their way, their expression of who they are, you know, who they're meant to be, what they're meant to do. And I'm, I'm sure April, like we're very close in age, right? Like there's probably been so many things that you've been interested in in your life or ways, different ways that your soul has expressed itself. And it's been that way for me too. Um, a lot of different changes, nothing ever stays the same. No, and no and who we are, right, keeps just unfolding and, and unfolding. And in some ways, I'm exactly the same person I was when I was four years old. And in other ways, I'm, you know, completely different than I was a year ago, right. you know, just or like sometimes I mean, 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, well, right when you have like a BAM or an awakening or something exactly. like that. So. Exactly. Um, so when did you realize that you had this insight that you were able to um, connect in an energetic way at mm-hmm. a higher frequency? 
Is that maybe yeah. a better interpretation? Yeah. So um, when I look back on my life, I know I was always very intuitive, which really means more like having um, people understand the word psychic more, right? Like when you just kind of know things or just kind of feel things. And to me, that was just natural. Like everybody must be able to do that. And, and I do believe everybody can. We just don't all choose to choose to pay attention to it. But um, almost 20 years ago now, when my grandmother passed away, I was very close to her and her passing, I took it really hard. And right away after she, after she passed, I had like a sense of an awareness of her. Sometimes I would feel her, you know, or you, you know, I would see a sign and it was happening throughout my family. We were all experiencing her right away. I actually knew the exact moment that she passed. And I won't mm. get into that because it's kind of a long story, but she had been brought into the hospital and we were, I was about five hours away from her and I was with my mom and it was the middle of the night and we were getting around to make the drive up there because um, my aunt had called and said it was imminent. She was going to pass away. So we wanted, we wanted to get there with her. So we were like getting our clothes on getting ready to get out and, and make this trip in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden, I just felt this, the best way to describe it is a bang through my body. And I looked at my mother and I said, she just passed away. We're, we're, we're too late. And my mother said, no, that's not possible. My mother's a nurse. So we knew what was going on medically. My mother's like, no, we have the time to get there, right? So she's thinking with that nursing mind. And I was like, no. I said, mom, I'm going to call the emergency room back. So I called the emergency room to try to get my aunt. My aunt got on the phone and my aunt, she also knew it was me on the phone without asking instead of my mom, who's her sister, which is a little unusual, right? Mm -hmm. And she said, yes, Kim, she just passed. Like I didn't even have to ask her, the, ask her the question. So it was like all these things were happening at once. So after she passed, I had an awareness of her and one day I just was kind of sitting and thinking about her and we started having a conversation and mediumship is an awareness of anyone in the world of spirit. And through that awareness, it can expand into a conversation, right? Like when someone goes to a medium for a reading, there's a conversation happening and we had this beautiful conversation. I didn't even think not to trust it. I just felt, April, if you love someone and they pass away, of course you can continue to have this relationship with them. I Somehow I just believe that in my heart. And she said to me, in that conversation, I said to her, gee, grandma, like everyone in our family has like an object of yours. And I know things aren't important, but I just wish I had something of yours I could hold in my hands. And she said to me, uh, you do. And she told me, she reminded me of something she had given to me, which were these beads. It's a strand of beads. And in my family, we called them worry beads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they were her father's. And she had taken them because they had disintegrated. And she had restrung them for me and given to them to me a few years before. Is your mother I, from, I started, was your grandmother from the Middle East? Yeah, she was from Armenia. Yeah. And uh, 
good, good there. <laughs> so she, so I said, Oh, grandma, I haven't seen them in two years. I've lost them. And I actually started crying. So I was like, I've, I've lost the, these like important worry beads. And she said, Kim, they're in your dresser in the second drawer on the left, in the back of the drawer in a box. Now, this was my main dresser, a drawer with items you wear every single day. Right. I was in that drawer every day for the past couple of years. I was like, there's no way. There's no box in that drawer. I open the drawer. I reach in the back. And what do you know? There's a box. I pull the box out. And of course, the worry beads were there. So the reason I'm saying that about the worry beads is because I'm an evidential medium. And that was evidential. Like her telling me that was a piece of evidence. And I never doubted my conversations with her. Through that, it expanded to conversations with other members of my family that were in the world of spirit. And I'm also a social worker and a psychotherapist. I was in a group psychotherapy practice at that time. And spirit people from connected to my clients were showing up, starting to show up in wow. the sessions. Now, I knew ethically, like, don't tell people that. Right, right, right. Um, but I listened to the information they were giving me, and I would use that information. Like, they would say, like, they're not telling you this, or you need to ask this. And I would just 100% trust it. Now, the funny thing is, April, like, I didn't think of it as mediumship. I wasn't in, interested in mediumship at all. I wanted nothing to do with it in my life, my friends would go to mediums and I was like, yeah, I'm all set with that. They're just going to tell you all the bad crap that's going to happen to you. Right, 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 so like, right, right. I didn't even really understand what a medium is. And I didn't think I was having mediumship experiences. I just thought this is perfectly natural. Mm -hmm. Anybody can do this, which I truly do believe anyway. Um, now, but you know what? I, I, yeah. I don't, I kind of don't believe everyone can do it. I believe everyone has the potential for us to a certain degree. Some right. of us are just going to be way better at it than others. It's right. kind of like the way I think of it, April, is like I could sit anyone down at the piano and teach them how to bang out chopsticks. Some would play it really well and some it would be kind of a hot mess. But but right. you could get right. those notes, right? right? But not not everyone's going to learn to play like Exactly. Or but something but like you that. know what? And and I the reason why I say that is because I have a gift. Um I'm connected and talk to spirits all the time. And uh there's a certain look, and I can speak light language. People call it light language, I can speak in tongues. But I don't think that all spirits connect with all humans. I, you know, that's, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. There's a resistance. I'm saying that it's possible. Um, and some people it scare the bejesus out of, you know, oh, they, sure. don't, they, they don't yeah. know, they think that they're, you know, having an episode mm -hmm. or they're losing their mind or mm -hmm. hearing voices and all that. But yep. people, and, and let's switch the subject just a little bit that have mental health challenges mm -hmm. and they say they hear voices. Believe them, mm -hmm. brains. They hear voices. Mm -hmm. These are spirits communicating to them on a different frequency. They're in a different place. Their mind is not where ours is, or 
you'll have people with dementia or Alzheimer's and their family members get so frustrated with them because they want them to come back and be in this place where they are. That's mm -hmm. not the place that they are. When my mm -hmm. mother was kind of going through her transition, I would go wherever she'd go. She mm -hmm. said, oh, the little girl came to visit me. And I'd ask, well, what was she wearing? Yeah. She yeah. was transitioning. There was someone coming for her mm -hmm. to prepare her. Mm -hmm. And when she passed away, I got to lay my chest on her chest and feel her very last heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And I gave mm -hmm. her permission to go. She gave me permission to stay. And I tell you, I converted my her bedroom into my office and my studio now. And she is everywhere. And she had a certain way of saying, mm-hmm. And I say, Mama, I miss you and I love you. And I can just hear it in the room. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's it, that it's conversation. So but you, but you yeah. have to be open to that. Some people close it off. They really do. Yeah. And, right. you know, that's why I say that it is a gift for the spirit to come to you in a loving, tranquil, communicative kind of way. That's a gift. I think it's just we're we're seeing very similar things, but the way we express it, April, is is a little different. So you just said so much, like there's so much in what you just said for me to unpack. Right. So um, as far as the word gift, I feel like mediumship gives me a gift in what I have learned about the heart, the soul, you know, that there is no death. Like there's gifts that mediumship gives to me, mm -hmm. but the actual technique of mediumship is available to all. I don't look at that technique of how we communicate as a gift. I look at it as a, as a, just a natural part of ourselves, our senses, and we're using it that way. And another piece of what you said, like, it's absolutely true. People can be afraid, like our belief system dictates everything. <laughs> right? Because every experience we have has to get filtered through all of that. Mm -hmm. Every time we even have a conversation with someone has to get filtered through all of our experiences, our beliefs, and, and our own truths for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if someone really believes this can be evil, they'll maybe even experience it that way. You know, they'll, they'll interpret things that way. Absolutely true. And as far as mental health goes, I happen to have worked, and I, I think we talked about this, so I think you know this. I worked many years as a social worker in a psychiatric hospital. Mm -hmm. And there are definite differences between the auditory hallucinations that people experience with true mental illness and clairaudience, which is our ability to hear, like the hearing sense in our intuitive abilities. There are some similarities though, too. I actually did a talk about this years ago, compare, comparing that. And the main difference is with mental illness, those voices will be very punitive, negative, cruel, repetitive. You can be hearing one voice, you can be hearing six at once, oh, wow. and that person cannot turn it on and off right? Okay. They have no control over that. It's something going on chemically in the brain. And the only thing that can turn it off really is proper medication for true psychosis. For clairaudience, 
sometimes in the, that beginning stage, a lot of people think they can't turn it off, but you can learn how to turn off your mediumship like a faucet on and off, right? We can tune in, we can tune out, right? We can set boundaries with spirit and say, don't bother me now, leave me alone, yeah. right? We can have a little channel open, like you want to always hear your mom, right? Like I'm always open to my grandmother, that I'm, I'm leaving that open. Um, but we have control over that. And spirit speaks through a powerful, unconditional love. You know, they're not punitive. Okay. The messages are very different. They're wrapped in this powerful love. Well, thank you for uh, those for are the main differences. Right, yeah. yeah. That, that, and I know a lot of people worry when they're starting to experience spirit, they think they're going crazy. And in my psychotherapy practice, I've had many people come to me for exactly that reason, you know, um, because they're scared something's going on. Mm. And I think because I'm I'm an ev trained evidential medium and a therapist, they felt like they could come talk to me about that, right. you know? Um, I've also had people with true mental illness come to me thinking nothing's wrong mm. and, you know, had to really encourage them to get the proper help. Right. So there's well, you do, you so have much. The ability, you have the ability of discernment. Um, yeah, and I feel like that's my training ability. On. Yeah, like that comes out of my training. I think if I never entered mediumship development and if I wasn't already a social worker, I don't, the discernment would have been really hard, April, right? Like for even my own self making sense of what was going on, it, it really can be overwhelming. Totally. Okay, so yeah. you have found yourself in this space. Yeah. What was it like going through the training for mediation? Yeah. I mean, you know, you, number one, you got to figure out who is your person or who is your teacher or your mentor, who you connect with, who you align with. Um, that is not, you know, for the lack yeah. of a better term is who, who, or, you know, mm -hmm. trickery or whatever, but really that engagement. What was that like? Yeah. So the spirit world made it easy for me. I have to just say, because you know how, well, yeah, your spirit people are your main teachers, right? Um, and your soul is really your main teacher. But for me, spirit sent me, the universe kind of gives you what you need sometimes at the time. They sent me a new friend. I made friends with someone who was a professional trained evidential medium. Wow. And we became very close friends. We, we still are. I absolutely adore her. So when all that was happening, like in my psychotherapy practice, one day I said to her, um, can you help me with my intuition? Do you do like a little teaching for me? Because I think I have really good intuition. And she said, sure, tell me what, what's going on. So I told her what was going on and she laughed at me and she said, well, that's a little bit more than intuition, Kim. You're having mediumship experiences. Wow. And I didn't believe her at all, April. And she actually was teaching. So she encouraged me to sign up for a class that she was teaching and she was teaching with, along with another medium. So there were two teachers. And because she was my friend, I trusted her. Did, how did I know it was gonna, how, I didn't know how it was gonna go. I thought, I'm gonna just go in this class 
and I'll be the only one there that's not a medium and I'll show her I'm not a medium and she'll help me with my intuition, <laughs> you know, but the, the joke was on me. So I found my first teachers because, you know, the universe sent me a new friend, basically. And from there, I really just learned about you know, how to find a teacher and you get recommendations through your teachers. So I haven't just studied with one person. I've studied with a number of different teachers and I feel really grateful for the teachers that I've had, April. And for me, my development is forever. Like um, sometimes I'm not in classes, but I'm in practice circles and I'm still practicing. Right. And then I'm back in classes, you know, so I, I don't know that I will ever feel like, oh, my mediumship is good enough. Right. But <laughs> you you've know? taken this, um, these gifts that I, 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 I that's fine. Yeah. I, I like the word gift. That's fine. You can <laughs> I like use to it. it. Uh, <laughs> and these abilities. But not only that, you also have put pen to pad and you're a poet. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little yeah. bit about your poetry. What is the inspiration? Because I'm a poet as well. And, oh. uh, you know, how does that, how does that all mirror together? Okay. So there are many different forms of mediumship. And most people just think of mediumship as someone giving you a reading, right? But there's writing and there's different kinds of writing. There's inspired writing and automatic writing. My poetry is inspired writing, which means that I'm still the one actually doing the writing and holding the pen and like controlling the pen. Automatic writing is really actually the spirit person is actually doing the writing. And the way to know the difference between the two, if you are someone that's doing writing, is automatic writing will literally be perfect. There will not be a spelling error, a grammatical error the penmanship will probably be different. It's often in like old type English form if you're if you're English speaking. Inspired writing, it's still, you're gonna still, you're gonna be crossing out like as you're trying to write quickly or you, if you're not a good speller like me, things will be misspelled, mm -hmm. but it's gonna be given to you through your clairs, through your soul senses. So my poems come out of seeing pictures, getting a feeling, having a knowing, it's not like I'm getting the words recited verbatim, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The words are kind of coming out just, okay. just as when I'm giving a reading, the words are kind of coming out through all, all of the uses of my Claire's. Um, so share, so, share yeah. one of your poems with us. I'd love to hear it. All right. Okay. So I'm going to ask this because you told me. So I pulled one out. And the funny thing was today, April, I thought I really should do, read a poem about gratitude because I'm really sort of passionate right now about gratitude. And I feel like you are really passionate about gratitude I, too and just you know, offering that, is, that up, right? That's my lifeline. And, yeah. and, and the thing about me, I think it's almost to a fault because when people are not gracious and they're not grateful, it really bugs me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really bugs me, you know. Yeah. So I, I have to manage my expectations of other people. Yeah. Because they just really kind of don't understand that gratitude um, is, you know, latitude and it changes your attitude. It's everything. It's mm -hmm. everything. 
So it, I can't wait to hear this. I'm yeah. And it, it really helps you blend with your soul. It does. <laughs> you know? When you feel, and when you feel gratitude, even for the hard things in your life, like if you're going through something hard, but you can find the little pieces that are helping you through that hard thing and you offer gratitude for that, it can uplift you and help you through that hard thing. I mean, I just think it's so powerful. Mm. Um, and I'm really glad that people are talking about gratitude nowadays. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, years yeah. ago, gratitude nobody talked journals. about that, right? Yeah. yeah. When you wake up it's in the morning, great. what are you grateful for? When you go yeah. to the night, what was your day like? Mm -hmm. What are you grateful for? It makes yeah. all the difference. It I know for me personally, it helps me with anxiety and worry and fear and all those things that I can get plagued with. So I thought, oh, I wish I had a poem on gratitude. Maybe I do. So I kind of flipped through my journal and voila, a poem on gratitude was already there. So I don't, so truth be told, I don't always, re I don't remember what I write about. It's kind of like if I give a mediumship reading, it's sort of like when you wake up from a dream and like you remember pieces, and then it's sort of floating away. And if someone was able to tell you about your dream, you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that now. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of an amnesia type of feeling is the best way I can describe it. Okay. So do, would you like me to read it? Or? Absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. I have to hold it a little back because I don't have my glasses on. Okay. Gratitude. Watch your attitude towards gratitude for it is easily forgotten and not remembered when you were begotten. Slipping in and out of your human experience, remembering God only when downtrod. For the truth is, this is your challenge to live and breathe each moment as if it was heaven sent. So beginning to live with gratitude as your lifelong partner will ignite your heart and bring your soul forward in a blend with your human self. And this feeling of joy will never grow old. For what does gratitude give? How does it help you? Even with the struggle to forgive, it helps you with trust that all is as it is meant to be. It opens your eyes wide to see. It allows the heart to love and be free. Gratitude is your best friend. It is how you send love out amongst your comrades, bursting through those who wish to hide inside their sadness and gloom. It helps the heavy heart begin to bloom. So pick up your heart and create gratitude in your life and watch how it washes away strife for gratitude holds the key that is att attached to your heart held with the golden thread with a road to your soul for gratitude my dears can erase all your fears and live with joy and live with purpose and live with trust and live with your heart so full they could bust oh that is beautiful well thank you I can't take full credit for it. I just make it possible. <laughs> well, you know, and my poetry comes in downloads. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes in dreams. Beautiful. Sometimes I'll be somewhere, like you say, I always have to have a pen yep. and a pad near me because it'll come and it'll come in spurts. So I'll share one of my poems with you. Oh, I would love it. Okay. It's called Girlfriends. Friendship co-writes me. It delights me. It excites me. Friends are people that we have chosen to share in our lives. They invoke your energy. They support your drive. They hold a special place in time. They not only impact your heart, but they leave a lasting impression on your mind. 
friends can listen to different music, but still groove to the same vibe. Friends can agree to disagree, but still come together with a sense of harmony and urgency. Friends can believe in different religions, but be open enough to share in one God. Friends can have different color skin, but look beyond that at the person within. Kimberly Conway, I am glad that you are with me. That was beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. And talk about intuitive, April. I was just having a conversation with a friend today about what you just spoke about in the poem. Yeah. You know, and it's just, <laughs> it's just an easy way of relating, um, pouring things out. Again, mm -hmm. poetry is very subjective, like art, like yes. music. Yes. Um, when people resonate and they connect, I got goose pimples. I felt you, you felt me. And that's what the energy and the life force is, Grace. It's a feeling, it's a yearning, it's a desire, it's a tingling, um, it's a whisper, it's a conversation, you know, it's a dance that you're having um, in your head. So all these things are not, again, hoo-hoo or your imagination. You just have to figure out how to align with it, how to trust it, maybe work with someone like Kim that can coach you through it and help you develop it. Um, and it's a stress reliever. Mm -hmm. um, there's different levels of mediumship. I have people that have been on my show that have been um, straight channelers. You know, I've seen them actually transform their, their voice and how they look and everything mm -hmm. because they're getting that deep into it. And then mm -hmm. you have people that are very empathic, which is a different type of mediumship that they're feeling other people's energy. So, you know, don't discard what you may be feeling. But then if you're hearing those six or seven people, <laughs> like Kim said, and you can't turn it off, you might want to check out something else too, because that's okay. You know, as long as you can get help for it. So, yeah. uh, please tell my brains how to get in contact with you. I'd love for them to get more information about your coaching. And before we conclude, definitely tell us what we have to look forward to in working with you in your coaching. Well, I love that you call everybody your brains. That's oh. so, I love it. Um, so I think the easiest way to get in touch with me is two different ways. Is One is my website, which is just very simple, kimconway.com. And or through Facebook, you can just follow me or friend me on Facebook, which is Kim Conway, my Facebook profile. I do have an Instagram. I'm not as active on it, but I do check it. And that's Soul Inspirations by Kim. So those are probably the easiest ways to get in touch with me. And what I have coming up, I'm doing, well, it's already full, so, <laughs> and it's too too late for people. So I won't talk about that. But coming into the next year, um, I'm teaching just developing your intuition. So I think that that's really something that almost everyone is interested in. Not everybody's interested in mediumship. And I think that that's perfectly fine, right? But if we could just trust and use our intuition, I feel like it's just such a powerful guide to you to, you know, have, all that wisdom helping you throughout your life. So I'm going to be doing that. And I always have my coaching program, I'm Discover Your Soul, which is really more about life purpose. 
and trusting in your intuition. And then I do help mediums. I don't teach so much the technique of mediumship. I support mediums through all the personal development that we have to do to support their readings because mediumship changes you. <laughs> There's a lot of adjustments, right? It can change your relationships. It can change your beliefs. And every aspect of ourselves gets expressed through our mediumship. So we have to do a lot of personal healing. We so, do. And, you know, yeah. again, there's so many things that we have not uncovered and discovered in our subconscious mind. There's a lot mm. going on back there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and we don't know what we don't know. So we Grace, don't. I encourage you to feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Kim. You are the best. Grace, Thank you, April. I need you to go in and do some homework. I need you to check out Kim's site. I need you to follow her as well as myself like love share and subscribe share this information with someone else contact kim get a reading maybe you want some coaching some direction it never hurts to have a consultation i bring you the best and the brightest from all over the world so that you can live the best life and have insight clarity discernment and intuitive you're a gift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Kim. You're the best. Thank you, April. All right. Bye, Brains. Have a good day. Mm -hmm.